Greetings, this is Pastor Thomas A. Deloach, and this episode is brought to you by To Empower You, a podcast dedicated to helping young adults and young couples achieve their goals and dreams from a biblical context. From a biblical context. Pastor Thomas A. Deloach. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to To Empower You. I am your host, Thomas A. Deloach, and I'm so glad that you've decided to connect with me once again for these few moments in time. And on today's show, I want to talk about no regrets. This is a teaching podcast, so as always, go and grab your Bibles and take some copious notes. I believe I got a really good show for you today. As always, we want to start off our show with a quote of the day, and it goes like this. Regret is the shadow that only follow those who hesitate. Now, look at what the scripture says in Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13. This is going to be my launching pad today. Philippians chapter 3, verse number 13. This is a familiar passage of scripture. Notice what it says. I do not consider, brethren, that I have captured and made it my own. Yet, one thing I do, it is my one aspiration, forgetting what lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. This is a profound scripture, most certainly. If you've read it before, I'm sure you have, if you're a Bible reader. And it really gives, in my opinion, a way to acknowledge and move forward. And there are millions of Americans, whether they are saved or unsaved, it makes me no different, that are living life with regrets. And it's difficult because they seemingly cannot move forward. And so the scripture makes it clear The Apostle Paul says that I have not captured everything and made it my own. But there's one thing I'm going to do is my one aspiration. I am going to practice forgetting what is behind me. I realize that there's some things I just can't get back. There is like the girl that I let get away. The boy I let get away, the job I let get away, the opportunity that I prayed for and now it is here and I walked away from it. I got to find a way in the grace of God to forget those things that lie behind. But watch this, but what I'm going to do, I'm going to strain, I'm going to push like never before to the things that are in front of me. And you have to do both. Because again, there are so many people that are living life with regrets. They look at some things that they said, man, if I could do this over again, this is what I would do. If I could go back in time, man, if I had a time machine, I'd go back in time and do it a little bit differently. And watch this. We all, whether we want to be honest about it or not, we all have had those kind of situations, whether they be great or small. And I want you to now wake up to the reality and say, all right, this did happen. 
I do have a bunch of regrets, some things that I wish I would have done. Maybe I just wasn't mature at the time. Maybe I was afraid. Maybe I was anxiety ridden. Maybe I was more concerned about what people thought. Maybe I quit on myself. Whatever the case may be, I have to now make a plan to move forward because here's why. I'm still alive. I still got breath in my body. God still want to use me. God still want to do something in my life. So I cannot live life any longer with no regrets. So rebounding from regrets involves learning from past experiences. Watch this. Cultivating resilience and taking a positive step forward. That's what we're going to do today. So I just want to give you quickly, and I just want to, by the leading of the Spirit of God, just give you some practical steps. I got about five of them that I want you to lock in on, especially if you're dealing with regret. And even if you say, even if you say, I'm not dealing with no regret, it is my prayer that maybe some things that I'll share with you today maybe will bring up some things that you can say, you know what? Mm, man, I'm seeing it now. This is a regret. Here's my first one. I want you to acknowledge and accept. That's right. Acknowledge and accept. Recognize and accept the reality of your regrets. Acknowledge it and accept it. Stand on business and say, you know what? I messed up, but I'm going to stand on business today and I'm going to say it and I'm going to believe it and I'm going to do something about it. You got so many people who refuse to acknowledge and accept the fact that they actually have regrets. Again, maybe it's the person that got away that was for you and you just was too immature and you just didn't want to sacrifice and do what you needed to do. Maybe it was the business idea that everybody said, man, you can do this. But the one person that didn't believe was you. Maybe it was a performance that you finally got the leading role, the leading act, and you were, you tucked your tail, you hid, you ran, you made excuses, you lied about it, and you said, man, I'm just going to let this go. Something else going to come around. Watch this. It's been five, 10 years later, and nothing has come around. And you waking up every day in agony and mental turmoil and say, oh my God, you mean to tell me that it's been three months or six months or a year or five years and I still haven't gotten this opportunity? Had I known that, I would have accepted it. But see, we have to acknowledge things and we don't like to do this in our world. We don't like to acknowledge when we messed up. We don't even want nobody to call us on the carpet when we messed up, let alone acknowledge it for ourselves. But the only way you can walk into this Philippians 3.13 prophetic word in terms of straining forward, you're going to have to deal with the past. You got to. And even though it's difficult, it's hard, you're going to cry. I mean, you're going to be mad. You're going to be frustrated. It's going to bring up old feelings. It's going to bring up old things you had buried. There's no way you're going to move forward unless you deal with what's behind you. You got to. You got to acknowledge it. And then you have to accept it. And then you got to move forward. So when we talk about this, what we're saying is recognize and accept the reality of your regret. It's real. Avoid dwelling on self-blame or negative emotions. Don't blame. Don't continue to blame yourself. Just acknowledge it. Say, you know what? I ran. You know what? I wasn't ready. 
You know what? I was not prepared. You know what? I was too immature. You know what? I was on drugs. I was on alcohol. I was on prescription meds. I was a junkie. Come on, y'all. We being real today. The only person you got to be real with is you and God. Nobody asking you to be real with nobody else. If you can't be real with nobody else, be real with you and the God that loves you unconditionally. That's how you bounce back anyway. So get rid of the self-blame, the negative emotions. Instead, acknowledge that everyone makes mistakes. Hey, man, you ain't the only one that made a mistake. You're not the only one that let that girl get away. You're not the only one that let the guy get away. You're not the only one that was offered a business opportunity and walked away from it. You're not the only one that got offered a full ride scholarship and said, I ain't ready to go to school. You're not the only one and you won't be the last. It's all a part of being human. But this is what you got to do. Hear me clearly. Lean in. Accept this and make steps now to move forward. See, I don't know how this works. I just know that it does. It's something about when we accept our part in what we did, it gives us the liberty and the freedom and the grace of God to move forward. You cannot move forward when you got issues in the past. This is just trauma. It's just going to come back up in various ways. And for those that say I'm good, for those that say it's okay, all right, no problem. But I know better. And I'm not trying to force you into something. Maybe you don't have any regrets. That's wonderful. But if you lie into yourself, watch this, it's going to come back around again. And if you don't deal with it and you say no to that situation, it's really going to create even more havoc. Because the reality is some of us was just afraid. And watch this. Can I say something to you? It's all right to be afraid. Acknowledge it. It's all right to have some anxiety about something that you've never done before. It's normal. It's normal when you call to do something to be nervous. Who in the world was not? Anybody that you see that you admire and they can get up and they can talk or sing in front of people, act in front of people, do a comedic skit in front of people, whatever the case may be. They didn't come out their mama's womb fully confident. That's just not true. If they say it is, they're lying. But watch this. You know what they did? They said, you know what? I am going to believe in the God in me. And though I fall and make mistakes, it's all a part of it. Because I know sometime here in the future, I'm not going to fall again in this situation. I'm going to get up and I'm going to do something. And I'm going to defeat the thing that has tried to defeat me. That's point number one. Acknowledge and accept. Point number two. Learn and reflect. You got to do this. You have to learn from the past because if you don't, the past is just going to creep up into your now and destroy your future. We have to tell people this. You have to learn from your mistakes. If you don't, you're going to repeat them again. So learn and reflect on it. Yes, it's going to bring up some emotions. Yes, you may get upset. It's okay. We have to learn. So watch this. Analyze the situation that led to the regret. Sit down and analyze it. This is what happened. This is what I did. This is what I let somebody take from me. Learn from it. Analyze it. 
Get back in that situation, get back in that seat and analyze it and learn from this regret. Watch this. Identify the factors that contributed to the outcome and then reflect on what you can learn from that experience. Maybe you did this, this and this and you say, all right, this is what I'm learning. As I analyze it, man, watch this. Always tell people when emotions are high, logic is low. I'm going to say that again. When emotions are high, logic is low. And so sometimes I tell people there's a pattern here. Every time you're emotional, you make a decision because you want to avoid certain things. We live in a world where we like to avoid because we have this passive aggressive mentality where when somebody hurt us or something happens, we don't want to stand on business. We don't want to stand on our 10 toes and say, you know what? No, I'm not going to allow this anymore. I'm not going to let you speak to me any kind of way. So you know what? I'm just going to have regrets. I wish I would have said this to them. I wish I would have handled it like that. But I wasn't strong enough. I wasn't brave enough. I wasn't courageous enough. I didn't have the information. I didn't know who I was as a person. You have to learn and reflect. Consider how you can use this new knowledge now to make a better decision in the future. So now, since when emotions are high and logic is low, I'm never going to make a decision when I'm emotional. Can we come to an agreement with that? I'm never going to make a decision when I'm emotional because I realize, watch this, feelings pass. They do. No feeling is permanent. No feeling can stay at the height of its intensity and energy for any sustained period of time. It cannot happen. So once those feelings come all the way down, watch this, now we got to deal with what's real. But we don't make decisions when we're emotional. You cannot do it. This is where a lot of regrets happen because you know why? People want to avoid the things they don't want to deal with. They know they're afraid. So if I just say no and just get this opportunity out of, just get this opportunity away from me, I ain't got to deal with it. Oh, yes, you will. Because there's going, it's going, this thing will come right back around again. You can't get away unless you're just going to die. That's the only way you're going to get away. But since you got so much life to live and because there's a call on your life and because you are anointed and appointed by God, come on now, greater is he that lives within you than he that lives within the world. I'm not going to let this thing defeat me. I got God inside of me. I got God that believes in me. So I'm going to learn and reflect. I'm going to use the regret as opportunities for personal growth. Look at that. I'm going to use these same regrets and now I'm going to use it as an opportunity to grow in my personal development. So now I'm not going to get in this situation any longer. Now I'm not going to cheat my own self. I'm not going to hide anymore. I'm going to come out. I always tell people, everybody else coming out the closet. Why don't you? Why don't you come out the closet and stand on who you are and what God has made you to be and say, you know what? I made a mistake, but that's okay. I corrected that. And now I'm going to move forward. Point number three, set new, clear goals. This is what the apostle Paul was talking about when he said, forgetting what lies lies behind and straining forward to what lies ahead. There's something that lies ahead. Yeah. Yeah. The little orphan Annie was true. The sun will come out tomorrow. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to set some new clear goals. Since God still has me alive, 
I'm going to set some new clear goals. So we're going to establish clear, achievable goals for ourselves. Since we've dealt with the fear, we've dealt with the anxiety, because you got to deal with the reasons why you ran. You got to deal with maybe the immaturity that told you that you just not ready. Whatever the case may be, you got to deal with it. But now that I have, I'm going to set some new clear goals. I'm going to establish something that's achievable for me. These goals can be related to the specific area where you experienced the regret in the first place. How about we go back and say, you know what? I'm not going to do this any longer. So setting some objectives, it gives me a sense of purpose and it's going to give me a sense of direction. I got a place I can go now. I'm going forward now. I always say this, I haven't arrived, but I've left. You got to say that. Yeah, I ain't where I want to be, but my God, I'm sure not back here. So I'm going to celebrate this through these goals, through these things that God has given me. I'm going to move forward and setting some objectives is going to give me a sense of purpose. So I'm waking up every day excited because I've got a purpose. I know what I'm supposed to be doing and I've got some direction. Watch this. And this is going to help me stay focused and positive on my outcome. See, one of the things about me is because I know what I'm called to do. I wake up with a sense of purpose. I wake up with a sense of excitement. Yeah, I got to cultivate it because if I don't, even the thing that God has called you to do, man, that thing can wear on you. So I'm not trying to make this some pie in the sky because it's not. But what I know, when you know in your knower, in your know show enough, when you know what God has called you to do, you can wake up differently from everybody else. I've got purpose. I know what my purpose is. And even though the rains come, the winds come, problems come, people come and go, at least I'm not waking up unsure. Yeah. I want you to give the gift to yourself that I'm not going to wake up unsure anymore. Yeah, I'm practicing. I'm getting better. I'm getting more refined. But one thing I do know is that this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Yeah, nobody knows me yet. Nobody is calling for me yet. But at least I know this. I know this is where I'm supposed to be. Can I tell you something? There's nothing in life more greater than knowing you're in the right place. Because it gives you a sense of peace. There are a lot of people that don't have no peace. And there are a lot of people that just can't move forward because they just in the wrong place. They're in the wrong season. They're with the wrong people. You don't have time for that. Point number four. This is what we're going to do. We're going to create a plan of action. So, yeah, we've dealt with it. We've prayed about it. We've acknowledged it. We've learned. We reflected. We accepted. We acknowledged it. We've set some new clear goals. But now we got to do something. We just can't talk. Come on now. We have to do something. So this is what we're going to do. We're going to develop a concrete, ironclad plan with the Holy Spirit's help. Last time you created a plan, you didn't involve God. You wanted God to bless your plan. But see, God ain't in the blessing folks' plan. You need to work with the Holy Ghost since he knows the way that you take. And he knows what your giftings, your talents are. He knows what he's called you to be. And we're going to develop this plan with the Holy Spirit. So we're not going to rush the Holy Ghost. 
We're going to slow down. We're going to walk with God and we're going to write the vision and we're going to make it plain for what he has given me, what he's given you to do. And watch this. God has already earmarked all the help you're going to need in your life. That's the wonderful thing about God's plan, man. Please hear me today. This is valuable. See, many times we're struggling because we're trying to do things and we're wondering where our help is. And God is like, I've not given you the grace for that. I'm not giving you the ministry for that. I'm not giving you the ingenuity for that. Could it be you just not doing what he wants you to do? And God ain't obligated to give provision where he has not given you the vision for your own life. We need to get a vision from God and the Holy Spirit knows because he's in constant communication with the Father and he's only going to tell you what God himself has told him so you can trust it. So I want you to create a plan of action. Break down your goals into smaller, manageable steps and this plan of action will give you, watch this, a roadmap to follow and help you regain a sense of control. Maybe you're out of control, but you need to gain now a sense of control. So when you know what God has given you, you're not biting off no more than you can chew. You're not trying to be like somebody else. You're not trying to do what they did. You know that you are a designer, one original. When God made you, he broke the mold. When we understand this, it will empower and reduce the feelings of helplessness. People are helpless, they feel like, because they don't have God in this thing. You got Christians right now who feel helpless. You're not helpless. God's got power for you. He's got help for you. But you got to get in the season that the Lord is in because he knows what is next on the horizon for you. And finally, here's my last one, number five. We're going to cultivate resilience. I said that in a previous show talking about being resilient. I think it's important that I say that again. Maybe you can catch it a little bit different this time. Since we got no regrets now, we're cultivating resilience. We're getting it out the mud. So watch this. We're going to strengthen our own resilience by developing some coping mechanisms. When things happen, you got to be able to cope with it and deal with it because life is going to be thrown at you so many different ways. The Lord never told you that you weren't going to have problems. He never told you that it wasn't going to rain. He never told you that you weren't going to have difficulties in a marriage or raising children or starting a business. No, he never said that. He did say this. I'll never leave you nor forsake you. Watch this. I never said, God never said you were not going to have trials and tribulations. He said, but in that, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not going to forsake you. So we're going to develop some coping mechanisms and a positive mindset so that when things happen, we're going to be resilient. We're going to do what God say do, and we're going to push forward. We're going to practice self-compassion and self-care for us. But watch this. But we're not going to have a pity party. That we're not going to do. All right? So we're going to make sure that we surround ourselves with some people that's going to support us. Not put up with us, but support us and be truth tellers. See, when support comes your way, yeah, people can, if they're your friends and they're your family and and they can see some things that you can't see, you just need to humble yourself and receive it. You need to receive it. So you need to understand this. And so when we do, we can realize again that setbacks happen, problems happen. This is all a part of the bounce back. This is all a part of me getting back what I lost. But watch this. Building resilience is helping me to navigate more better.
It's helping me to navigate more differently. I'm moving differently. I'm speaking differently. I'm handling relationships differently. It's something about when you cultivate resilience, you're not the same old fool you was before. You're not the same old gullible person you was before. You got some wisdom. You got some knowledge. You got some understanding. I'm wiser. I'm better. I'm different. Come on. I'm celebrating that. I want to impart that in your heart today because we have to get to where God has called us to be. So we can't beat ourselves up, can't get down on ourselves. We got to keep moving. In my final closing, this is what I want you to remember. Remember that rebounding from regrets is a process and it does take time and effort. So be patient with yourself. Please be patient with yourself. Stay focused on your positive changes and celebrate small victories along the way. Use your past experiences as stepping stones towards the future that God has for you. That's what you're going to do. I'm praying for you, man. I'm believing that God has imparted this into your heart today. All right. That's all that I wanted to share with you. I hope this episode helped you, blessed you. No regrets, man. We've got no regrets. We're in a new year. This is January. Don't let December, November of last year, creep in to the new thing God wants to do in you. We're going to deal with it, and then we're going to move on from it, and then we're going to see what God ultimately has in store for us. If this blessed you, shoot me an email at info at thomasadeloach.com. Thank you for all my new listeners. If this is your first time, bless you. Thank you for taking the time to listen to me today. I pray that I got a new listener. I pray that you will share this this episode with somebody else who's dealing with regrets. Share this, please. Nobody can know that I'm around if you don't share this episode. So I want you to do this today. Have an exceptional day, man. Go out there, do something great. Get past the past, move on to the rich thing that God has prepared for you. And remember above all things to be empowered. Thank you for listening to my show to empower you. If you were blessed, inspired, and encouraged, please send me a praise report, prayer requests, or show ideas to info at thomasadeloach.com. And follow me on Instagram at Thomas A. Deloach and Facebook at Dr. Thomas A. Deloach. And remember, you can go to my website anytime at www.thomasadeloach.com. Until next time, be empowered.